Well, then, uh, game one against the Dodgers went about as well as anybody, not just expected, but, you know, actually said. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so can we now say definitively that the Michael Watka narrative of that he's a starter is over? I mean, come on. What were they expecting to happen? I mean, that that was bad. That was brutal. It was ugly. Like I told you on yesterday's episode, I I wasn't going to get a chance to see it live. But that just was not anything at all. I saw the box score. I actually went back and watched the game. And... Oh man, was that that was just not good. Not good at all. Makes you wonder what the Cardinals were even thinking. If in case you missed it, uh Watka gets shelled in his return to the rotation. And again, everybody it's not like it's a surprise. And I just, it's beyond frustrating, beyond frustrating, but maybe not quite as frustrating as it was before. Uh, Seeing some uh, news about that potential Zach Wheeler deal to the Cardinals uh, come out, that probably makes it make a little more sense in regards to why the Cardinals didn't do that. We're going to get to that here in a little bit too. The Cardinals uh, currently with uh, playing the Dodgers, and uh, losing two to one, it's the uh, top of the sixth. Uh, two outs currently with Ozuna at the plate at the time of this recording. Yes, I know. I, I couldn't finish this game either. Michael is uh, not doing too uh, do too uh, bad. You know, he's giving up some hits and stuff, but overall, he's uh, he, he's doing about as well as you can be expected. Dodgers are a really good team. So I'll tell you what, let's get started. Three big things. Roll it. All right, so like we were talking about, Waka getting shelled, and uh, I, I don't get this overly flowery, that at a boy kind of talk. Mike Schild in the uh, in the post game talking about how Waka had good stuff. Was he watching the same game I did? I did, or did he have like MLB.tv classics on from 2013? Well, even though they didn't make any trades, it does look that there could be some help on the way as uh, Junior Fernandez up with the big club. And when he makes his debut, he will have been with the single A, double A, triple A, and then the major league club all in one season. And uh, he's been killing it everywhere, everywhere he's gone. He's the number 10 prospect, according to MLB Pipeline, 22 years old. Signed as an international free agent out of the Dominican Republic back in 2014. Uh, got moved to the bullpen last year after arm trouble, but man, he's just soared through the minor leagues. Now in 42 games between single A, double A, and triple A, he has a 1.47 ERA, 23 batters. That's how many he's struck out in 20 and two-thirds innings since making his debut in Memphis back in June. So he's up with a big club. I don't know if we're going to see him. Well, when I say see him tonight, I mean with the game that's currently going on or not. 
Like I said, I'm having to record this while that game is still happening. But hey, it's good to see that they got some options right in the bullpen. Number three. Because they don't really get many options when it comes to uh, starting pitching. That's uh, that's a whole other story. However, I am starting to see things about that potential Zach Wheeler deal that, again, makes more sense that Mo turned it down, and, and it's hard to be mad at him about it. So originally when things were coming out about that about that deal, it was that the Mets wanted one of Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader for Zach Wheeler, and I'm sure that they were, at the, you know, that was going to be the centerpiece. They would probably need uh, another couple of prospects, something like that, to make sure the deal went through. Well, now it turns out that that, that was only partially correct. They wanted one of Tyler O'Neill or Harrison Bader and one of uh, Nolan Gorman or Dylan Carlson. And that that's going to be a hard no. You're not going to trade uh, Gorman or Carlson for a rental. And I'm all about 2019. I'm all about trying to get to the World Series and winning now. I'm all about even trading prospects in order to do it. But you take a look at this team, and if you add Zach Wheeler to it, how's the team match up to uh, some of the other teams that they're probably going to face in the postseason? So is it really worth it that you spend Gorman, that you spend Carlson, that you spend O'Neill or Bader for a rental of Wheeler? To not go to the World Series, and of course, once you get in the playoffs, anything could happen. So you don't know. But I get, I get why um, Mo decided against that. I, it's it's hard to be mad at him when it comes to that one. So I tell you what else. Uh, where are the Cardinals going to find help? That's kind of been the question on everybody's everybody's lips. Because the, the rotation is in a lot of trouble. And I do mean it's in a lot of trouble. Wonka looks, abs- he looked absolutely awful. And you can't put him back out there. Uh, you, you just can't. Wonka isn't a starter anymore. And when you go back and you watch the game, you can't even really be mad at him. Because it's not his fault he's in that situation. You know, he was doing great as a reliever. He found a spot where he was being effective for the organization. They pull him out of it. They stick him back in the rotation. And of course, every pitcher is going to tell you, yeah, I want to start. I want to be a starting pitcher. You know, just like every batter wants to be the, the, the slugging home run hero. Well, in Waka's case, he might be saying it, and I'm sure he means it. I think he also knows that he's more effective out of the pen. So it's it's hard to be mad at him considering everything else that's been going on. I just, I don't understand why they keep throwing him out there. It's the very definition of insanity. And the division slipping away, by the way, uh, very much. The Cardinals have to keep pace. They're currently losing to the Dodgers. Again, uh, two to one. I mean, they're getting hits and stuff. Gold, Goldschmidt's starting to look kind of bad again. He took he took some really bad swings. The Cardinals' plate discipline on uh, yesterday's game, the game today, just absolutely awful. You know, they're not being patient. They're not waiting on pitches. They're swinging at pitches out of the zone. And when they're swinging at those pitches, I mean, it just looks bad. So I don't know what's going on. There, there's going to be a lot of retooling. I mean, regardless of what happens with the Cardinals going to the postseason, there's going to be a lot of retooling that, that needs to happen to this team. 
uh, in the offseason. And I, I think that's going to have to start with some coaching uh, changes. I think it's going to start maybe with some some player personnel changes as well. At least that, that's what we can hope for. Uh, okay, so again, this is Locked on Cardinals. And I always forget to do this at the top of the show. But you can follow me on Twitter, at Moose Michaels, at Locked on STL. You can also uh, shoot me an email, moose at onairwithmoose.com. And uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite show. I, I just saw on the Apple Podcast app that we're one of the uh, featured baseball podcasts, along with some of our other friends who are hosting our various Locked On shows in the baseball category. So thank you for that. The ratings have uh, have, have gone up. More listeners uh, yesterday than I've ever had before. So that is that is very good stuff. Okay, uh, we're going to be right back. Second segment on the way. Who is the Cardinals' best all-around player? We're going to talk about that next right here on Locked on Cardinals. Welcome back to Locked on Cardinals, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Moose Michaels, spending some time with you. So earlier watching the beginning parts of this uh, Dodger-Cardinals game, which the Cardinals, at the, again, at the time of this recording, losing 2-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth inning, rocking the little boy to sleep, as I uh, usually do. And uh, he, he made me so happy. So happy. Anytime the Cardinals would get a hit, he would go, yes. And it really sounded like he was saying yes. So he may not have been. He may have just been making noise. I'm going to take it that he's saying yes, because that's my preferred answer. And, of course, you know, confirmation bias. We all have it. Uh, but uh, regardless of what the Cardinals have done well in this game and getting hits and things like that, Matt Carpenter getting a really timed double in there. Uh, Dexter Fowler, too. By the way, nice to see Dexter Fowler leading off the game, right? To me, that is like one of the biggest things they could do to improve the lineup was sticking Fowler at the top of the top of the lineup. He's not been hitting real well here the last few games, but honestly, neither Zozuna, Martinez, or anybody. But Fowler still has the best on base percentage, and he should get his chance to be at the top of the lineup. Carpenter put him down towards the bottom until he can until he can really kind of figure it out. Anyway. Back to it. Who is the Cardinals' best all-around player? I was listening to the Bernie Miklas show, and Bernie said that you could make the case that Colton Wong is likely the Cardinals' best all-around player. When you consider defense, when you consider base running, when you consider the offensive side, Wong typically is going to be near the top of all that stuff. Now, he may not be the best offensive player, he may not be the best defensive player, but he's, I guess he's kind of even all the way around when it comes to that stuff. And I, I was trying to think, is there anybody else on the team that would be a better choice for all around player outside of Colton Wong? You know, I mean, you know, your mind immediately goes to Paul Goldschmidt, you know, he usually hitting pretty well, or he was over the last little bit. The defense at first base, typically pretty stellar. But the offense hasn't been what Goldie is typically used to, right? Yeah, he's hitting the home runs, but the contact is kind of down. The batting average kind of down. Then you take a look at uh, Paul DeYoung, 
You know, he's got the offense. He's a pretty good defensive shortstop as well. But is he making the same kind of plays that Colton Wong makes at second? I would argue no. I, I believe Colton Wong deserves a gold glove for the defensive work he's doing at second base. We're not even going to talk about Matt Carpenter. That doesn't even matter. That does not compute. Uh, Dexter Fowler, Martinez, those guys out in right field, nah, not particularly. Ozuna, no, no. I think one of the enduring moments of Ozuna's Cardinals career is going to be that just a crazy little fall off the wall earlier in the season. So when you take a look at it like that, I guess Colton Wong would actually be the best all-around player on the Cardinals. How do you feel about that? When, you, when, you're, when you're talking about the best all-around player, when you're talking about some of the guys on the team, how does that make you feel? So if you take a look at Colton Wong and his stats on the season so far, he's batting 267 through 348 at-bats. He's got eight home runs, 42 RBI, 15 stolen bases, and OPS is 743. Significantly cooled off. Over the last seven games, he's batting 391, 462, and he's slugging 435. Last 15 games, 360, 429, 500. And then over the last month, he's batting 344, 412, 444. And in the last month or so, he's got a couple of home runs. He's got uh, 17 RBI, eight stolen bases. And he's struck out a grand total of 18 times. So, that's uh, that's not bad, right? I'd say that Colton Wong is the best all-around player on the Cardinals, at least right now. And he could be going forward. So, let's, let's, let's throw this out there. How do you feel about the idea that, that the core that you're building around is, is Colton Wong... Paul DeYoung, and to an extent, Paul Goldschmidt. Those three players right there through the infield, with Colton Wong being the main one. If it wasn't for Colton Wong, the Cardinals, that was the first hit they got in yesterday's game where they almost got no hit, right? Because you take a look at everything else, and it, it just, it's not, it's not that it's awful, or then it's bad, but the Cardinals need a lot of improvement. I saw an article, I've not read it yet, but the article I saw in The Athletic is that Ozuna desires to remain with the Cardinals past this year. Well, I mean, that could work if the Cardinals get the payroll to spend. They've already got a lot of big contracts out there, so I'm to some aging veterans. Now, you know, Wainwright's coming off the books. You only got one more year left with Molina after this season, and uh, you get Goldschmidt for the next five years. And Carpenter, amazingly, you've got him for a stupid amount of money considering what he's done for you. So if you go ahead and you re-sign Ozuna, I mean, do you, do you, I mean, he's a young enough player. You could help build around him maybe as well. Maybe that'll free you up to trade some other guys to kind of help build around the core we talked about of Colton Wong, Paul DeYoung, Paul Goldschmidt. You know, and, and I think that's part of the problem here. With the team, and I know we we're talking. I know we were originally talking about Colton Wong being the best all-around player, right? 
But you look at all the players they send up and down. You take a look at all the players that are on that Memphis shuttle. How come nobody can stay? How come nobody can get up here long enough to get comfortable enough to, to make that core players? Now, obviously, you're going to have some players that are up and down. It's the nature of the game these days. And I don't mean to always be going back to 03, 04, 05 with the MV3. But you take a look at that. You know, the middle of that lineup, year in, year out, during that span, no matter what else was going on around them, you knew Pools, you knew Edmonds, you knew Roland was going to be right in the middle of that lineup, right? On top of that, you know, it didn't matter that Reggie Sanders was there and then gone. Larry Walker was there and then gone. Matheny left. You got replaced by Molina. None of that mattered because you had those three guys that were always at the center of the lineup that were always going to be hitting the ball in the head. You knew what was going on. You know, and I, by the way, speaking of the current contracts, I forgot that Fowler was going to be around for another year, so another two years, three years after this, two years. See what he signed in 2017, so we had 17. This is third year, so he's got two more years after this, and uh, we'll we'll see how he does. Even though he he's shown signs of turning it around this year, and he's done much better than he did last year. So, what do you think? The Cardinals have to get fixed. Colton Wong, I believe, I believe Bernie's right. I think he is the most. He's the best all-around player the Cardinals have. You've got him there. You've got Goldie long-term. You've got Paul DeYoung. You've got Dexter Fowler. You've got another year left with Molina. And even though this is going to be a little bit maybe sacrilegious in St. Louis circles, I don't know that Molina... I mean, when I say, when I say this, I'm not saying Molina doesn't count. Molina most certainly counts. But in regards to the Cardinals' future plans, I don't think you have to. I don't think you can worry about what he's going to think. I don't think you can worry about, you know, taking away playing time because you've absolutely, you've absolutely got to figure this out. And uh, if you don't, well, you're just going to be in a bigger hole. So the Cardinals have a very small window here to fix this team. Uh, Goldschmidt's going to turn it around. I don't know what his numbers are going to look like at the end of the season. Still got some baseball left to play. But I believe next season he's going to turn it around. You know, Colton Wong is only getting better with time. I don't know if Ozuna stays. I, I really don't. You know, if, if he's inclined to stay, then maybe he could tell Boris just to make a deal because he takes a look at um, what's been going on in the offseason. So we can see about that. But right now, let's just assume Ozuna's walking. So you got Wong, you got the Young, you got Goldie, you got Fowler. That's let's just say that's your core, and I I fully understand that doesn't really match up well to the MV3. On top of that, you're you know you're losing Waka, you're losing Wainwright. So in your rotation, the only places that are really set is uh, Dakota Hudson, Jack Flaherty, Miles Michaelis, who you got for another uh, few years. And then uh, maybe Carlos Martinez, if they stretch him out. We'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, Randy, um, I'm just going to call him Randy A. Because I can't pronounce that last name at the moment. It's getting kind of sleepy for me. You had Randy A that could come up from the outfield. Uh, of course, you've got another 5,000 different outfield prospects as well. But I think probably one of the main things the Cardinals are going to want to do going forward with this team is concentrate on starting pitching. 
concentrate on getting some of that depth and uh, get the bullpen built back up. You get the bats if the bats can gel. And I know, I know it's always a big if about that, but you're going to need the pitching. I don't know what's going to happen the rest of this season. But based on what I've seen, I don't know that the Cardinals are going to make it to the postseason. They might. I hope they do. I'll be rooting for them too. But if they do, you know, take just take a look at this. Take a look at this uh, Dodgers Cardinals game. You know, look at the one yesterday. That's how it's matching up. Cardinals uh, at the top of the seventh, but two outs. Currently got a man on base. We'll see if they can tie it up. We'll have a reaction to uh, this game on tomorrow's episode, and uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll go forward from there, and we'll see how everything happens. Thank you so much for uh, subscribing. Leave me a review. Please do it on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. And uh, shoot me an email, moose at onairwithmoose.com. You can also uh, tweet me at moosemichaels or at LockedOnSTL. Again, really that easy. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. We'll see you tomorrow morning. You drink a brewski for the moose I'm out.